Hello and welcome to another edition of Thinking Aloud About Film. Today is another vaguely Yusef Shaheen related podcast. We're going to be talking about an, an Algerian film that's uh, just appeared on Mubi in the UK and presumably elsewhere called Ali in Wonderland from 1975, directed by Jura Abuda and Alain Bonami. It's a, a documentary about the experience of Algerian migrant workers in France. So we thought it'd be an interesting comparison both with Shaheen's work, but also with the, with uh, Mandabi that had that as a bit of a theme that we talked about the other week. This is curiously uh, a more avant-garde work, yeah, uh, than Mandabi, but one that also feels more old-fashioned, yeah, paradoxically. So I think it's very much, you know, an avant-garde political documentary of its time, you know, one that thinks that a play with form in itself is something to uh, punch the spectator into awareness. Um, you know, <laughs> so there are a lot of split screens, of jerky shots, of, of distortions, of double exposures, of you know, images in slow and fast motion, you know, often to the beat. Um, there are juxtapositions of, you know, Algerian workers working and French workers coming out of what looks like the stock exchange or some kind of official mm. uh, building. It's very repetitive. Yeah, so there are uh, uh, lines of dialogue, you know, that repeat. So, you know, I don't judge all French people the same. You know, but ninety-five percent of them are bastards, <laughs> right? <laughs> 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 that line gets repeated over and yeah. over again. We should say that's a quote yeah, from yeah, the yeah. film, not, not Jose's opinion. <laughs> no, far from my opinion. Um, I, I was very uh, willing to be touched by it because you know my dad was one of those migrant workers, and in fact, I have pictures of him. You know, when they go into the slums, and what you see are you know, really, it's almost like uh, houses that look like storage spaces. Yeah, rows of storage spaces. And there are bunk beds, yeah? Kind of, you know, my dad was a migrant worker in Paris living with, you know, uncles and cousins and so on in places like that, right? And, you know, so there are moments that are very touching, like, when, you know, when the man says, you know, I talk to my wife and so on, you know, but my children, it's like they, they won't recognize me and also they mean nothing to me. I see their pictures and I don't know kind of what I'm seeing. I thought all of that kind of, you know, resonated with me. So I was trying to think, well, you know, this in a, in a way is a film that is kind of meant for you, or, you know, it's one that'll touch on your experience and, and so on. And, I was, and then I was thinking, so why doesn't it? You know, because it didn't. Uh, so actually, before I continue, I should ask, you did did it with you <laughs> i liked it i think i probably liked it more than you did but I, I i agree with you that it was i mean it felt more like an art installation than a Damn, yeah. documentary really really felt felt like something you would you might expect to encounter in a gallery which was seemed to be the background of the of the filmmakers that they they were you know musicians and, and artists as opposed to i mean they, they didn't go on to make more films they went on to you know express themselves through other, other art forms yeah. Yeah, so I, th I think I, you know, I, I like the techniques it was using. I like the split screen. I, I like the kind of rapid, kind of flash cut. I like all of that as well. I mean, I, I like the play with form. When I was saying it's old fashioned, I think it is very much of its time, because you know that play with form, 
is there to do things, which, you know, I think it's kind of uh, a misunderstanding or it sort of has been proved wrong. Yeah, just because you jolt a spectator into an awareness that all they're doing is watching a film doesn't actually mean that you raise their consciousness or anything, right? Um, so, so I like that play with form. Uh, that's not what I dislike about the film, yeah? Uh, what I dislike about the film is that it seems that an underlying anger or, you know, this highly uh, developed sense of victimhood prevents an analysis, right? And again, you know, here is maybe where I am taking it personally. You know, but all those rants against the Spanish migrant workers and the Polish migrant workers and the Portuguese migrant workers, they were, they felt unnecessary. You'd think they'd want to build solidarity. <laughs> it's true, yeah, because it was an element of, we had this, yeah, clearly the, you know, the, the conditions of the, of the Algerian migrant workers were, were bad. But I, but were they were they so much worse than the conditions of of the Spanish migrant workers or, or whoever else? I yeah. think I think it's... the, the uh, situation is complicated, right? Because you know that a lot of these Algerian migrant workers are people who had sided with France during the Algerian War, mm. right? So yeah, many yeah. of them couldn't go back, uh, and certainly many of them expected to have the rights of a French citizen when returning, right? Which, of course, is not the case with Spanish migrant workers. Or, yeah. um, I mean, I did think for a moment, are you, are you misunderstanding something? Because maybe, maybe the racial dimension is, you know, another thing, you know, that affects Algerians as well. But then, you know, you're seeing the pictures of those workers and I did think, well, it almost could be in any part of southern Spain. I mean, you know, or, or Italy, for that matter, or Portugal, like, visually, yeah, I, I, I couldn't detect the markers of, you know, that racial difference. And it, it did, because the film starts with this incredibly long list of um, murders and um, attacks on Algerian migrants in France by French people, that all I think happened within the course of one year, and it's, it's this whole litany of, of, of like awful things that happen. Um, so clearly, there was the, the, yeah, there the was a big issue there, and there the, the, the was this stuff was happening. But then that isn't really touched on in the film. Uh, that's right. That isn't touched on on the film. Like I said, there's no analysis, so there's no comparison, you know, between kind of you know the Algerian population and other migrant populations. You have no sense of, you know, what the numbers of other, you know, migrant populations are. You do get, you, you are told that there were 700,000, you know, migrant workers in this period. So, of course, you know, one murder or even like, you know, yeah, 20 uh, in a year when there are so many people, how is that comparable to other migrant groups or indeed the French population as a whole like you know you want to get a sense is this more is this less how does it compare but of course you know this is a film that's meant to work on your feeling yeah yeah I mean there's a quote from the directors that they wanted every shot to feel like feel like a punch to the viewer yeah um, and I it didn't no. to me it's uh, I, I liked it it did have an impact but it, it didn't have that kind of visceral impact they were clearly going for you can see how they're trying to 
Yeah, mm. but you can see how it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, the testimony that these filmmakers, which I wonder if they were just not like bourgeois middle class filmmakers asking, you know, migrant workers, yeah, what they thought, because, you know, uh, I mean, some of it just didn't ring true for me, right? Because, you know, so they were saying, oh, well, you know, everyone in Algeria thinks that you're rich, but you're not rich, you know, and actually you're, you know, you can't even get uh, earn enough here to eat your fill, right? And I just know from my dad that that's, that's just a lie. I mean, I would imagine that, you know, Algerian workers were getting paid, you know, what Spanish migrant workers were getting paid for the same job. I mean, my dad was a street cleaner, you know. And, you know, my dad was making, like, I don't know how many times more in France than he was making in Spain. You know, he was sending money home every month, you know, I kind of, you know, at the end of of the period that he worked there, they bought three vineyards, right? Like, I, you know, what you could earn in France was several times over what you could earn, you know. Which is also what we see in, in Mandabi. With the, exactly. The, the guy who's a street cleaner. Um, and he's able to send a, a huge amount of money back to, to home. So, yeah, well, again, again, I'm not disputing that it may be maybe that it's true, but it, you don't get that analysis and you don't hear any other voices. No. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and, you know, in spite of one of the filmmakers being a woman uh, and in spite of there being a segment in the film where, you know, it's women who are expressing what it's like to live in Paris, uh, it feels very sexist. At the beginning, I thought the film is structured like a day, right? So, you know, it begins with, you know, workers working and then like almost all of the last scenes are at night. But then I couldn't be sure because, you know, like three quarters of the film is about workers working, but at an indeterminate time, it seems to me. It's not, so it doesn't, yeah, I couldn't be sure that it follows the logic of day to night. Yeah, it definitely ends at night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and it's only when you get into night and prostitution that you begin to see images of women. Yeah. So before you hear their voices, I think you might have seen a woman cleaning something. Yeah. But it's only, you know, when the men say, oh, well, of course, you can buy relief, you know, but it costs so much. And basically they're telling you, you know, it's these unfortunate women. But really what they think are they're just like these cheap whores because afterwards they say, you know, yeah, but not an honest woman you can marry. (laughs) 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 So there is a tinge or more than a tinge of sexism in spite of the film you know being co-directed by a woman to my eyes right and there's a lack of um analysis right so it's all meant to be like one big guilt trip to the viewer really uh and i i kind of i didn't like that i guess it's also one of these things that's preaching to the converted isn't it because in the mid 70s the audience that's going to go and watch a polemic experimental documentary about Algerian migrant workers is going to have the same opinion as the filmmakers. Yes. Um, you know, you're not, you're not going to convert, change anyone's mind by, by the, in this kind of format. I mean, I liked all of the newspaper stories at the beginning. Mm. I liked uh, how, you know, one of uh, the, 
the voiceover characters uh, speaks or insists on, you know, that he'd fought two world wars for France <laughs> and so on and so forth. And that if he only became French, you know, he would his pension would increase, right? And then the thing is, but that he doesn't want to, he is Algerian and he's proud to be Algerian. There's also that kind of nationalist ideological discourse, you know, that to me feels very retrograde, yeah? This insistence on the homeland and, I mean, I, I felt, well, why not? I mean, it, it, there was a sense in which it, it didn't make sense to me. So, if you, when you were an Algerian colony, yeah, you were part of France, yeah, but then you ended up in France, why, why wouldn't you want to be a French citizen if it meant better rights and more money? Like, I'm sure there are reasons, but the film didn't convey them very clearly. It, you know, or it all felt like, but I'm proud to be an Algerian and I don't want to have another citizenship. My understanding was if it fought on that side, it would be very difficult to be yeah, in Algeria after what was pretty much all, not just an anti-colonial war, but a civil war. So it's a film that's meant to work on you emotionally, but that to me doesn't do it honestly. So those newspaper headlines, for instance, which were shocking, we're shown these headlines, which are, which are you know very offensive and very racist and anti-Algerian headlines and anti-Arab headlines, but we're not told, is that a mainstream newspaper? Is it the organ of a far-right political party? Don't know. I mean, every country I've lived in has been racist, right? And you could dig up headlines like that, yeah, in all, in every country that I've lived in about different groups, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you, and you certainly could hear, but the, you know, you could dig out headlines in, in the UK from, you know, the Daily Mail and the Sun, which would be offensive. But then you could dig out headlines from, you know, the, the British National Party or whatever, which would be out and out racist. And I think that's what's happening here. But we're not we're not told. Yeah, exactly. No. We don't know. Right. Uh, but I think you should if you are a French citizen, I think you'd be able to tell from the yeah, names of the yeah. newspapers. It does seem to me to be very tabloidy and very trashy. E even though the narrator says that the only institution that's provided support has been the Communist Party. Uh, you know, but I would imagine that, you know, there would be other organs and institutions, you know, that would not be at least as blatantly racist as that. Though, you know, I mean, France was very racist about the Algerian war. There's no question about that. You know, and, and uh, you know, uh, that nothing in the film surprise, surprises me, right? The, the only thing that I found shocking was the archival footage from Algeria, I think, of soldiers coming into a young shepherd and just shooting him point blank, right? I found that like, yeah, like, you know, kind of where's this coming from and what does it mean? Um, so, so I think the colonial aspect comes across very clearly. You know, uh, the the colonial aspect post-empire comes across quite clearly. You know, what you saw was class, right? You know, so you see all the workers uh, and then, you know, cut to women with a hat and a fur coat in a cafe, right? But, you know, that's the thing that isn't spoken about. And that seemed a little unfair as well because they're sort of, you know, they're using all this footage of, filmed through windows of, of 
just you know french people you know like there's a woman in a fur coat in a shop there's there's a some kind of bourgeois people having a meal they're just people having a meal and it's just a woman shopping it's actually it's not actually their fault that, that these working conditions are terrible they haven't called i guess this society has caused this situation but it just felt a little bit like singling you know individuals out without their knowledge and without any cause there were other things that bothered me so there were all these train all these shots in the metro of you know and you see like a lot of west africans in the metro and you think well what does the algerian you know kind of how does the treatment of algerians or the social position the socio-economic position yeah of algerians in paris compared to that of the west africans also former colonies living there and to that of the migrant workers from Spain, Portugal, Poland, etc. Right? Like, you know, kind of, you know, it, it does feel like I'm betrayed and I'm hurt and you're all racist. That's what the film is saying. You know, but if you assume, you know, that the country is structurally racist, whatever individuals, you know, might be, and you can assume that most would be racist as well. I think, you know, well, certainly t- we know that. Yeah. Uh, then you think, well, what else is the film doing, right? You know, and I think the film is venting and, you know, good for the film. And it is also kind of layering on a kind of uh, 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 a guilt victimization thing that, you know, I, I, re- I reject. I think your your criticisms are fair. I, I I didn't. I don't regret having seen it. It's only only about an hour long. It's it's. I think you, the the visual style of it and the the, the the editing is very interesting and it, it it does have its rewards. But it doesn't really work as a documentary and it doesn't really work as a as a polemic. I think there were there were scenes that I found objectionable. Uh, you know those scenes with the men drilling, yeah, kind of intercut as a strobe light you know, with all the half-naked women, right? I mean, that was thuggish imagery, really. Uh, so, you know, I began, my response to the film at the beginning was, why didn't, why wasn't a, ma- a film like this made in Britain about Polish workers, you know, like, uh, you know, in, in, in the last 15, 20 years? And it ended by saying, oh. <laughs> so I wanted to love it more than I did. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I'm glad I saw it as well. Yeah. Uh, but I think all of the publicity is getting now this restored, lost wonder. I don't buy that. I mean, you know, I think uh, uh, there are reasons why, uh, you know, the film might not have been shown much since 1975. And why I think in many situations it would be difficult to show again. Okay, we await all your letters of protest. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we are thinking a lot about film. I'm Jose. I'm Richard. And uh, we will uh, return uh, in the next week or so with more delights. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm a man, 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 I'm a